Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG, and we're online at kpcg.fm. have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. You can get all of our programming wherever you like to get your podcasts or at thetrumpet.com. We live in a time when lying is commonplace. If you look at the world, you see a lot of lying in politics, in business. There's false advertising. And many industries are built on lies. Food manufacturing is a prime example. But God's law is that we are to tell the truth. And this law is spelled out in Exodus 20. We have a few passages today to look at, so if you have a Bible handy, it'd be good to get it out, and we can look at these together. Exodus 20 and verse 16 says, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Don't lie. And when we think about that command, of course, it encompasses quite a bit. Here's a quote from a booklet that we have at thetrumpet.com. It's called Biblical Manhood, and it's free. You can read it at thetrumpet.com or request your free copy. And these principles apply to, as it says, biblical manhood, but also what we're looking at today, the importance of telling the truth that, of course, applies to men and women alike. But it says, are you known as a person of your word? It is easy to break your word. People often won't even fault you for it. They rationalize it just like oftentimes we do. You know, something came up, a person might say. Or I didn't foresee this other factor. Things happen. No big deal. Because this attitude is so prevalent, most of us fail to recognize that breaking our word is a sin. Being a person of your word is essential to biblical manhood or womanhood. It's essential to tell the truth. That's a command of God. We read that. And yet lying is so commonplace and, and there's different ways that it happens that it seems you know, like it's not as big of a deal to many people. But of course, being honest is essential. And again, if we are to obey God and be blessed by him, then we can't go along with the general trends of society and the society around us is one that's built on a lot of lies. You know, people may accept lying to a certain extent, but God doesn't. We have to remember that. We can't base our thinking on what's common around us. The Word of God is the only sure word, and that's what we have to look at and strive to live by. If we break our word, if we lie, then we're living contrary to how God lives. God tells the truth. Notice this from Numbers 23 and verse 19. Numbers 23 and verse 19, and I'll read this from the ESV translation. It says, God is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? 
Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? See, aren't we glad that God tells the truth? I mean, that's a wonderful thing, that God tells the truth. He keeps his word. We count on his promises. Think about all the promises in the Bible that we count on, that we rely on. And people should be able to count on us as well, that we tell the truth. God tells the truth, and we're thankful for that. We need to live like he does, and we need to tell the truth. Telling the truth is living like God lives. And that's a blessed way of life. It's a blessed way of life to live as God lives. It's a way of blessings, and it's telling the truth. That's what God does. That's how he lives. Notice this from Isaiah 45 and verse 23. Isaiah 45 and verse 23 says, I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. So in other words, when God says he will do something, he does it. When we say something, do we do it? If we make a promise or we say we'll be somewhere or we say that we'll do something, is it sure? Now, of course, we're human beings and we could we could uh, have a, an accident or a problem or things like that. And occasionally that can happen. But we're talking about the general pattern and consistency here. When we say something, do we do it? Do we follow through? Now, we have to speak wisely. Of course, according to God's word and will, we don't want to go around just saying all kinds of things that are foolish. We want to be making, you know, correct statements and making sure that we're being honest, but yet being wise as well. Notice this quote from the uh, Biblical Manhood book. It says, that is so often the issue. A person will say that they will do something, but then circumstances change and they encounter an unanticipated inconvenience. And suddenly, the short-term costs make keeping the person's words seem not worth doing. See, it's easy to get into lying and just not go somewhere we said we would or you know, not do something that we said we would do and make an excuse for it. See, when we think about God's command that forbids lying, really there's a lot of depth to it. There's a lot of depth to it. Now, some people tell huge lies, I suppose, but then there are those that, you know, people might say, well, that's a little more of a small thing, or, well, I didn't intend to, and, and that type of thing. But we do have to look at it realistically according to God's word. The quote continues, it says, but think of the long-term cost of saying you'll do something and then not. The long-term cost is losing your credibility. Think of the high cost of being known as unreliable. Think of the high cost of compromising your character. That's a very bad reputation to have if the reputation is one of not being reliable. Anybody that's had a job knows that to maintain that job and to keep that job, you have to be reliable and you have to be known as somebody that will show up and that will do the job. And we've probably all had experiences before where somebody we were working with or something uh, like that uh, turned out to not be that reliable. 
years ago when I worked in uh, radio, I couldn't leave my shift until the next person came to relieve me. And now the, the common etiquette would be to come about 10 minutes early, at least, and let the person know that you were there. Say, hey, I'm here, <laughs> just so you know, so you can begin to wrap stuff up. For there was one fellow in particular that would come on after me, and I was pretty tired and was wanting to go home because it was a long shift, and it was you know, shocking if he ever came on time. He was always late, 10, 15 minutes, you know, to the point where it became, <laughs> he became reliably unreliable. And it was just a real problem. And I don't know whatever happened to him. I don't think he, he worked there very long. And I don't know what he did later in life, but that's a hard thing. You know, when you're on the receiving end of it, it's a hard thing. But we have to examine ourselves and say, well, what about me? Am I reliable? Am I honest? You know, if I say I'm going to be somewhere, will I? Do I do what I say I will? There's a lot that uh, we have to examine in ourselves there. Lying can take on a lot of varied forms. And, uh, and now, I mean, hopefully we're not intentionally lying, but but we can, you know, back out of something we said we would do. And if, if it's uh, happening often and it's not an absolute emergency or something that, you know, prevents it, well, we certainly have to consider that and consider how we are uh, conducting our lives and if we're really keeping our word. Another quote here from Biblical Manhood. It says, Modern society has gotten further and further from God and from lives of honesty, integrity, and trustworthiness. Agreements must be bound by carefully worded attorney-approved contracts. But only a couple generations ago, many if not most significant business transactions were sealed with a man's word and his handshake. No forms, no lawyers, no contracts. The man saying it was the contract. When a man says, I will do it, and of course, man or woman here, he or she is signing his or her name to the contract and committing their reputation and character. How seriously do you take a word you have given? That's a good question for all of us to ask ourselves. How seriously do we take it when we say something? And we don't want to be casual and making promises. We have to make sure that we're, you know, when it comes out and we say it, then we will fulfill it. Notice this uh, from Matthew 12 and verse 36. Matthew 12 and verse 36, Jesus Christ here. He says, every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. That's a pretty sobering statement by Jesus Christ. That we have to be you know, wise in what we say. We have to be careful with it because if we're, you know, flippant and we're just throwing things out there and we don't really mean it or we're not really going to do it, well, we're going to be held accountable. Notice this from Matthew 5 and verse 37. Matthew 5 and verse 37. This is the New King James Version. Christ also says here, But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. See, if we say yes, then it needs to mean yes. And if we say no, then it, it means no. It has to. And we have to think about, again, the reputation that we're building. It's important for our futures. It's important for our success in our jobs, our family lives, our spiritual lives, 
we have to be able to be honest and be truthful because we're developing character. We're developing character and we want to be able to speak correctly and not have situations where we're getting a reputation for being unreliable. Biblical manhood says this, we need to develop the character to keep our word to God. We must make necessary changes in our lives, not just for a day or a week, but day after day after day, until we follow through, make a permanent change and keep our word. See, that's another aspect of keeping our word and being honest. Do we keep our word when it comes to our dealings with God? That's, a, that's some depth to that question. We have to really think about that and examine ourselves. Are we honest with God? The quote continues, does God consider you reliable? When he shows you something you need to change through Bible study, prayer, literature, a spoken message, a conversation, or an experience, can he count on you to follow through? This is why God's truth is dangerous knowledge. We are accountable for what we learn. We're accountable for what we learn. Are we reliable when it comes to God's word? That's a really important question to think about. Does God consider you to be reliable? Does he consider me to be reliable? Now, we're human beings, and we're not perfect, of course, and God understands that, but we're to be growing to become like him. We're to become perfect like he is and grow in that direction. We need his help to do that, but we are to be like him, and he tells the truth all the time. Never lies. Always reliable, always truthful. And that's the way God lives. We're to live that same way. That, that way of life leads to blessings. And it leads to joy and happiness and uh, deep relationships and productive work environments and you know everything we want. But we have to be honest. We have to tell the truth and do it in a world that lies you know, Satan is the God of this world and he's a liar. You can read that in Second Corinthians 4 and verse 4. He, he is a liar. And John 8 and verse 44 talks about that. And, and of course, uh, he broadcasts, you know, that he, he is surcharging the air with his attitudes. And it's one of lying. And Christ called him a liar and the father of it in John 8 and verse 44. So we have to make sure we're going the opposite direction and it takes some real effort. Here's a quote from The Incredible Human Potential, written by Mr. Herbert W. Armstrong. It's also free at thetrumpet.com. It says, A human man is made literally from clay. God is like the master potter forming and shaping a vessel out of clay. But if the clay is too hard, it will not bend into the form and shape he wants. If it is too soft and moist, it lacks firmness to stay put where the potter bends it. The human clay must be pliable must yield willingly, yet if he is so lacking in will, purpose, and determination that he won't stay put when God molds him partly into what God wants him to be, too wishy-washy, too weak, lacking root of character, he will never endure unto the end. He will lose out. See, God wants us to be honest, but we have to be letting him mold us and shape us in that way and not letting society push us the other direction. So when we consider telling the truth and being honest, that's a, 
There's a lot of depth to that. It's a real challenge. And it may seem overwhelming. But with God, we can do it. We can do it with God. Matthew 19 and verse 26 says that with God, all things are possible. It's possible to tell the truth. It's possible to live a life of truth. And it's freeing. You know, you don't have to be worried about falsehoods and lies catching up to you. You can tell the truth. Now, again, we have to tell the truth in love. We don't just go around saying whatever comes into our minds or, you know, whatever we might feel at that particular moment. But the truth of God, we need to be living according to that and be truthful with God and with fellow man. And that's the blessed way of life. That's the way that God lives. And again, Matthew 19 and verse 26, that's very encouraging that with God's help, with the power of God's spirit, we can do that. Can't do it on our own, but with God's help, we certainly can tell the truth and have a life that's free from lying and all the terrible problems that come with it. When you consider some of the big news stories today and what's going on in politics and you just see so many lies and people run from them, but eventually they catch them. Eventually they catch all the lies and all of the problems. And, you know, at that point, I'm sure... People think, oh, I should have just told the truth early, early on. But they got so caught up in the lies. We don't want to be that way. God doesn't want us to live that way. He wants us to have joy, peace, prosperity, blessings. And that comes from keeping his commandments and telling the truth. We have a lot more about this in our free book, Biblical Manhood. It's a great read for men and women. And it's uh, free there at thetrumpet.com. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.